from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studio, it's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. I'm John Deloney, joined here by my good friend and best-selling author, Rachel Cruz, and we are taking your calls on money, life, work, relationships, whatever you got going on in your life, we'll walk alongside you and help you make the next right decision. 888 It's 888-825-5225. 888-825-5225. let us go out to Andrew in Lexington, Kentucky. What's up, Andrew? Hi, how are you all doing today? I'm good, my brother. What's up? I am currently in baby step number two, and I have a question about putting it on pause for a moment because I want to take Dave's advice and sell the truck. Awesome. So where where are you at in the debt snowball? How much do you have left? Um, right now, total debt is $86,640. Ooh, what kind of debt is that? Um, house, car, truck, credit cards, and school. Take your house out. Um, forty-five thousand on the house, and the rest is all the other debt, sir. Okay. So you got about forty-five grand left just to be able to breathe a little bit. Yes, sir. Okay. Awesome. And so, if you and the truck is included in the consumer debt. Yes, ma'am. In that, so how much when you pay that off? What difference? Like, what, um, what will you be left with? Well, the truck's value is roughly around twenty-five thousand. Nice. Uh, private sale, but I owe nine thousand on it. So I'm wanting to be gazelle intense by selling it, and that's the reason why I want to pause baby step number two to buy a daily driver to get back and forth to work to replace this vehicle. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, when we talk about pausing the debt snowball, the one reason we'd say is if you're getting married. Uh, one would be if you're having a baby. Uh, one would be if you have to save up for something, if something at your house breaks, uh, you know, you can pause, save up some cash to replace the water heater or what, whatever it may be. And the car is another one as well. So how much do you make? How much do you make a year? Um, 86,000 roughly. Okay. That's great. So the only thing here, Andrew, is when you're, when you're pausing to save up for a car, you're not saving up for a nice car. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Okay. The car I'm looking at is, uh, it's like a little two-door Acura. a boy. Look at that guy. Perfect. How much is it? it it's 3000 on Marketplace right now. That's Perfect. what I'm talking Perfect, about. Perfect, Andrew. Yes. So, yeah. So, if, if you're asking, is it okay to pause baby step two to save up that three grand because you're going to be selling the truck, uh, then, yep, absolutely. Yes, ma'am. So, real quick on the yes, math, ma'am. you got you're going to get 25 grand for this truck. You owe nine on it. That's going to leave you a 16 grand. You're going to buy a $3,000 car with cash. Um, or they're asking for three. So you're going to pay $2,700 in cash for this car. And the rest, that 13,000 plus is going to go straight to your debt. Yes, sir. It's going to pay off all the credit card debt and everything. It should pay almost everything, but maybe school and car. So it should leave me around 28,000 if I'm not mistaken. Awesome. And with the, your income, which is you're crushing it, You're talking six more months and you're done with this mess, right? Yes, sir. Dude, congratulations, man. It's awesome. Way to go. So all that transaction and stuff. So what's your plan, though? To pause for like a month just to get all this settled and I'd say pause for 13 seconds, right? (laughs) Just for a month, yes, ma'am. And I wish it was 13 seconds, Dr. John. But I mean, the pause should be just as long as it really... uh, With the transaction with the bank, getting the money, 
putting the money over, buying the car, making sure the okay. title's good. Like okay, just okay. like that, just the groundwork. I just threw out a month. It could be oh, two weeks. Two weeks, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the groundwork to transition. Correct, Andrew? We're on the same page, right? Yes, ma'am. Perfect. Okay. Hey, that 13000 bucks you have left is going to burn a hole through your pocket. Get yeah. get rid of it. Okay. <laughs> get rid of it on debt. Yes, sir. Here's my, my fear about pausing for a month is you sell your car, you get $25,000, you go to the, the bank and you get your title, you trade all, turn all that stuff over, you got 16000 bucks, and it's like... This is nice. Well, that could be a $5,000 car. We get a ten, let's get a $10,000 yeah, car. Yeah. And all of a sudden, man, you are... It's not quite as it is cracked up to me. So I love that you have it already picked out. That's a great tip for people listening that are in this exact same position. Like, find the car and be like, "This is the car," so that you don't do this lifestyle. It's like going creep shopping hungry. Of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. do that. It's not like this lifestyle creep of, oh, well, there's a, there's a, there's a kind of a nicer one. We could, we could just spend two grand more and get that. So yeah, have it picked out. Yeah. Be focused on it, Andrew, and that's great. That's awesome. You. I'm proud yeah. of you, man. I'm well proud done. of you. All right, let's go to Orion in San Diego, California. What's up, Orion? Hey, how's it going? Outstanding. We're up against the clock, so get right to your question for me. What's up? All right, cool. So um, I'm married. I have two sons, two years old and a 10-month-old. And my wife and I, we want to move next spring up north to Washington. Okay. Uh, we're talking to lenders. And I got approved for 350000 And I have 92 in a mutual fund and another 22 in another mutual fund and about seven grand in savings. And so That's I wanted to know is it wise to use those mutual funds and put it all down on a house or, I mean, like what? Like what? what I'm just looking for advice on that because I'm kind of stuck. Yeah. Do you have any other just liquid savings besides the 7000 everything else is tied up in investments? Correct. Correct, okay. Are those retirement mutual funds or are they just off to the side? They're just off to the side. One was one that my grandmother was saving up for me for a while and then the other one started out at 100000 from her life insurance policy that she left with me. Okay. Do you have um, retirement somewhere else with something else? Yeah, so I'm a, I got my 401k that I'm starting and I have 10% in my Roth, and then 5% in that with about a 4% match on my 401k. Okay. I mean, how much, how much will you, for your house currently, what's your living situation? How will that change when you guys move? What do you owe in your house? How so much is it worth? Yeah, we're living with her parents. They've been gracious enough to help us out because um, I kind of went belly up when I was renting so my wife could pay off all of her debt. I was trying to do it all. Okay. And... She was able to become debt-free, so we are both debt-free. Um, and our monthly payments on stuff we actually have to pay are just about six hundred bucks. You you broke up. Yeah, talk, uh, how much is it? Talk directly in your phone. Oh, uh, six hundred bucks a month that we actually have to pay. Okay, okay. so you guys have no debts. Your seven thousand dollars is liquid with savings. Um, I guess like for an emergency fund or something. And then yes. you have all this other stuff. So, um, yeah, if. I mean, man. I'd, I'd cash them out. I'd cash it out, but I would I would say keep bump up that $7,000 to a three to six months worth of expenses. And just because you guys qualify for three fifty dollars or I would really 
encourage you just because that's what the bank will give you doesn't mean that you need it make sure you get a 15-year fixed rate and that the mortgage payment is no more than 25 percent of your take-home pay work on that formula versus what the bank the bank will give you a bunch but that doesn't mean you can afford it so run those numbers very very carefully uh but yeah you can cash out those mutual funds and use it as a down payment on probably a mortgage less than three hundred fifty. Probably two hundred fifty. Yeah, be my guess. Just to be conservative, you're good, and you can always move again in a few years if you want. That's but. right. Hey, triple eight eight two five five two two five. We'll be right back. With more frequency than you know, I get calls and emails from people dealing with the recent loss of a spouse or a parent. You can hear the struggle and the heartache they've been experiencing. And at a time they should be grieving, what breaks my heart the most is the strain and tension they're going through because of money, especially when it's a situation that could have been avoided. If you have a family, it is your responsibility to have term life insurance. It is one of the things you do to show you care. And yes, this is an ad for Xander Insurance. But since this is one of the most effective ways I have to get my point across, so be it. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Listen, you need to check out Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. I can't say it enough. Protect your family. It's what you're supposed to do. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. 82. This is the Ramsey Show, 888-825-5225. Find out for yourself why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window covering. You get free samples, free shipping, and with the new promos they run every month, you'll save even more. Use promo code RAMSEY to get the best deal. Today's question comes from John in Arizona. I'm a strong believer in paying cash for cars and living a debt-free life as I just paid off my student loans and officially kicked Sally Mae out of the house. Unfortunately, my father believes in financing cars and laughs at me. My gosh, sorry, John. (laughs) Laughs at me when I tell him that he should pay cash. Last time I told him, he got aggressive and caused a rift in the family. How do I help my dad stop being a slave to the lender and live a debt-free life? You don't, John. You don't. Yeah, it's not your job to do that. Can I be... Oh, my gosh. This may be rude. I don't care. John, you caused the rift. He doesn't want to hear what you have to say. He never has. And my guess is he's not dumb. He's just chosen to live differently. And let him... (laughs) He's your dad. Make the choice. Either I'm just going to love my dad and my dad's just going to say dad things and then we're going to go about our life or just don't don't be around him. But to keep bringing this up and keep bringing it up, finally, he's just snapped at you. John, you're one of those, you know, passionate. (laughs) We get this in marriages. You're one of those, John. We get these in marriages where one is just like, they're not doing this. They're not doing it. I'm like, you're a little, like, I appreciate the enthusiasm but like let's simmer down a little bit simmer because you're gonna lose everyone in your life so chill it's okay uh yeah john it's not your uh not your responsibility just but take 30 percent off 40 percent off man it just the smh moments with parents just shake my head 
You just kind of grin and you just... You just emojied mm, in the real world. Mm, you just... Mm. Mm. <laughs> just have that, John. You're good. Let it go. Let it go. And by the way, parents, when your kids are zealous and they come to you with their excitement and their joy about their whatever, whether it's dragons or potions or unicorns or when they grow up and they come to you with Ramsey <laughs> solutions, be kind. Just be kind. Just go with it. Go with it. Go with it. There's no reason to get aggressive and cause riffs. Just go with it. Life is too short. And on a serious note, I've just, I can't, Rachel, I can't get it out of my head the number of people I've sat with that either their parents just died or their kids mm. just, it is, they have never been like, you know what? I'm really glad I put my foot down about I borrowed money. I borrowed money to buy cars. That's never ever come up. Yeah. They always, I wish I could have this conversation back. I wish I could just have five more minutes. I wish I, right. I, wish I could have five more minutes. So take all the minutes you got while you got them and don't fight over dumb things. That's anyway, good. that's yep. it. That's all I have to say about that. Good job, all right, John. let's go to Dan. Dan. Let's go to Dan in Boston. What's up, Dan? Hey, you guys. Thanks for uh, taking the call. Appreciate it. You got it, Dan. Thanks for calling. What's up? Uh, in our 60s, wife and I, um, we just finished Baby Step 2 in March and are now in baby step three. We're packing the money away for six months of our emergency fund. Awesome. Congrats, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, but um, the question is, I know in baby step four, it's 15% and then throw the rest of the money up uh, to the house. But we're in our 60s. We only have 130 grand in a 401k. Um, we allow, we're allowed to do a, um, a catch up, I guess. And can we max out? Um, if we were to max out my 401k, it'd be like um, that I'm allowed to do is like 22% of my cap, my salary instead of the 15%. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my company's awesome, does a 9% match. Um, can we go to the 22% or should we keep it at 15 and then all the extra money go towards the house? Yeah, at your age, I would go ahead and do the 22%. So once you can kind of hit that right when you're um where you guys are at i would be investing more and then you can throw the rest at the house um but i would yeah catch up as much as you can um to retirement because you guys are you guys are getting there do you have like the age that you really want to retire do you have that that magical age <laughs> right now you wish I, you could i want 62 that's not gonna work yeah. how much do you own your house um, man uh house is worth around it's over six and we owe 204 okay do you, and if we can put, you know, twenty-seven grand a year in a four hundred one k, my company matches nine percent um, on my salary. So that's, you know, we, if we could do that for seven years, yeah, that's a chunk of change. Yeah, and it, it'll it, at the rates, the historic rates, it will double about every seven, seven and a half years on you. Um, I also would love to see y'all get rid of that last lingering liability, which is your mortgage as you head into retirement years. Um, what, what is your current income? Uh, the both of us combined about one forty. Oh, fantastic. Okay. So you could max this out. And if y'all went after it for a couple of years, you could max out your 401 and knock this house out too. It would be hard. Of course it would. John, Dan, nothing's fun when it when you're when you're when you're trying to you know cross the finish line, right? Yep. Um, but yeah, it would be really tough. But man, I'd love to see, just imagine yourself sixty five. 
you own your house, your half a million dollar house outright. You're on your way to building retirement and now you're having different conversations because you have no liabilities, right? You just got to tax an insurance bill at that point. Right. Right. Yeah, it puts you in a different position. My wife is pushing to go to 15% and just throw it all at the house to get it paid off. Uh, if, you, if you guys weren't at this age, then yes, I would agree if with you. If you weren't her. at this age, yes. Yeah, it's an age thing at this point. And when you're yeah. able to kind of do yeah. the catch up on all the retirement stuff, I would take advantage of that. Okay. Cool. Congratulations, man. Hey, can I, can I tell you, like, you're inspiring, man. Um, well, thank you. Not, like, <laughs> the, the, one of the, the, the most common things I hear is I'm too young to do this or I'm 55 and it's, it's all over for me. I can't start anything new. And so to well, see somebody at 62 saying, no, 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 I've been grinding. I've got this thing done and now I'm going to the next step. That's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Dude. Yeah. We, we, uh, it was kind of scary because we finally got, uh, my wife's niece did this crazy thing. They got into a cult and they started paying everything off and getting second jobs and selling the car. <laughs> and next thing you know, she's working for the cult down in Tennessee. <gasps> oh, is she here? Is she a team member? Oh, she is. So fun. Yep. I thought you meant, uh, a, le- I thought you meant a legitimate it? cult at first. I was like, wait. Yeah. They <laughs> what are you talking This is a legitimate cult. What no, are you talking about? You're free to leave. <laughs> Dan, I'm not free to leave, man. Help, man. Help. <laughs> SOS uh, from John Deloney. Help, Dan. <laughs> I mean, they, they, had a, they had a really nice car and a crappy car, and they sold a nice car because they owed money on it, and they went down to one car and, you know, carpooling to, to work. And But, hey, a, a, so as, you, as you got to listen to their story, you probably heard them smiling a little bit more and laughing a little bit deeper. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, it, um, yeah. Her name's Ashley. She works for you guys. So uh, fun. Her parents started doing it. And then we, we started looking at this and like, you know, we need to get out of debt. So oh, I love and it, it. it's crazy. As soon, as soon as we, as soon as we paid off our credit card, uh, we had always had credit card debt. Mm. As soon as we cut it up, paid it off, I lost my job. Wow. Like, wow. Dang. So now we're in like you know, crush mode mm. and you know, it just, and make a long story short, 26 months, 89 grand gone. Unbelievable brother. So I can't tell you how uh, awesome it is. And we've had a well go, we had a roof go and appliances go. Our house is 20 years old. But we paid cash. That's wow. amazing. How does that feel? People you know, listening right now, Dan? It's awesome. It's awesome. It's, awesome. it's just, yeah, I can't tell you how, 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 how great it is. Amazing. Way to go, Thank Dan. Dude, great job. You guys are inspired. Appreciate it. Thank you, my brother. It's never too late. All you have to say is, I'm going to make this happen. And then you got to go do it. got to go do it. We'll be right back.
This is The Ramsey Show, 888-825-5225. If you're looking to sell your house right now, it can be overwhelming. In some markets, homes are selling so fast and for more than their asking price. And other markets are showing signs of slowing down. It's just a mess and it's a lot to navigate. But look, you don't have to sell your home alone. And you know what? You shouldn't. It's important to have a real estate agent who knows your local housing market inside and out and who will walk you through the process. You need an endorsed local provider by your side. Our ELPs are Ramsey trusted, which means they're highly vetted, top tier real estate agents our team trusts. These are pros who are excited to serve you and help you sell your home at the right price. If you're ready to sell your home, get a Ramsey-trusted ELP in your corner. It's free to connect today. Just go to RamseySolutions.com slash agent to find one near you. That's RamseySolutions.com slash agent. All right, let's go to Carol in the beautiful Mesa, Arizona. What's up, Carol? Hi. Good afternoon, you two. Thanks for taking my call. You got it. What's up? So my... So, so my husband and I have just started taking financial base after 20 years of waiting for him to get on board. He's right here with me, and he is so gung-ho. He is ready to get rid of our second car. We have our second class tonight, and um, there's a lot of reasons that getting rid of the second car would be good, but uh, it just seems like a really fast, big thing to do before we have everything under our feet yet. So Fast? You've been waiting for, for 20 opinion. years? for this. Yeah, they've only been the one class <laughs> know, though. I've been waiting for 20. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he, he he he's he's in. He's that kid that sits on the side of the pool and waits and waits and waits and then drops the ultimate cannonball, right? Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your financial position? Uh how much do y'all owe? How much do you make all that stuff? Okay, so we owe, I'm going to ballpark it because I've been looking at it, probably about, let's say, at least $150,000. It's a combination of um, cars, credit cards, um, IRS debt. Uh, We also, uh, we bring home, I'd say we're in the neighborhood of $100,000 a year, um, maybe a little bit more. He's a home health nurse, so he um, has the potential to make additional money. Um, and that's kind of where we how much, are how much financially. Do you owe, we're starting. How much do you owe the IRS? Oh, I really don't want to say. It's very embarrassing. Hey, we are way past that. What is it? We've heard it all, Carol. <laughs> We've heard it all. I'm going to ballpark 100000 No, that's too high. At least seventy, maybe more. Okay. We'll say, we'll say seventy five to be safe, just to round it up. How much okay. for uh, of of the second car is he going to sell? Um, I mean, I, I, I asked that of? I asked that in a wonky way. How much money are you going to walk away from selling that second car? Uh, we would probably have to come up with an additional seven hundred to pay it off, maybe eight hundred. So you are upside down but on the car. We would, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. What's your payment every month? What would you net the next month? Um, it would be five. It's like five twenty-five a month. Okay. And what's the and then, and then the other car? How much do you owe on the other car? Uh, we owe more. Um, that one we owe probably an additional ten thousand. I mean, like left is left. Does that make sense? We've that, paid I, a lot, but we owe like. Wait a minute. I didn't give you the right number. We've paid a lot, but we owe probably in the twenties at least. So you owe twenty thousand, and how much can you sell that car for? Um, not as much as the first car. How much? If you Kelly blue booked it right now, how much could you sell that oh, car shoot. for? 
I would literally have to Kelly Blue Book it. I'm so okay. sorry. I no, you're fine. Know. No, no, you're fine. I would I would run some numbers because if there's any time to sell cars, it's right now in this market. It's getting, you know, the, the market is shifting where it's not becoming as wonderful to to uh, sell used cars, but right now they're so high. So I would look honestly, mm-hmm. Carol, at selling both and getting two beaters is what you guys can do. Now you're okay. going to owe some money. So you're going to have to take out a small loan on the difference, but at least you just don't have that massive, two massive car payments every month. That's going to free you guys up. So I would, yeah. because, and Carol too, because I'm looking at your numbers. You guys make a hundred, you owe 150,000, which I know a big part mm-hmm. of that is IRS. But you guys got to mm-hmm. just do some radical stuff. You've been waiting 20 years. He's been five minutes into this yeah. plan. He's ready to do it. Like, just go scorched earth. Like, I feel like you guys need a radical shakeup. So if I were you guys, okay. I would sell everything. I would sell everything. I would sell the cars. Okay. I would look around your house. Sell him. Crap you have. <laughs> sell sell <laughs> what you can. Well, he needs well, the some- crazy thing is we... We just downsized last year and got rid of everything that we would have sold. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. And then he needs to pick up extra work. I mean, there there has to be a radical change here, Carol, because even though you've had this feeling for 20 years, you guys have been in the same habits and the same decision-making mm-hmm. mindset for 20 years. So to change that, mm-hmm. that's kind of like moving the Titanic. I mean, it's not like you guys are 25 and you're starting everything out. You're having to, for decades Correct. of what you've known is about to be uprooted. And I really, mm-hmm. I mean, I would, I would go extreme, Carol, just to shake it up in your spirits, oh, okay. just to say, we're doing this, <laughs> like we're doing it. Because here's the deal, too, Carol. You can always it's go. It's a little scary. It's a little. Oh, scary. it's terrifying. Yeah, but it's also scary car. to be one hundred fifty thousand dollars in debt, making a hundred grand. <laughs> like point. that's scary. Yeah. So. Here's yeah. the deal. It's stuff, okay? And that's what I want you to remember. This is mm-hmm. all just stuff. You can go back and get you some stuff. We're not against stuff. We actually would love for you mm-hmm. guys in a few years to buy awesome cars. Call us back and be like, look, we're debt-free and have awesome cars. That's great. That's what we mm-hmm. want for you. But for right now, Carol, you guys need this. You need a you need a massive shakeup. So I'd be selling everything <laughs> and then cleaning up the IRS debt first. Yeah, the IRS debt really, okay. I don't like it. Makes yep. me super uncomfortable. Okay. Y'all need to go scorched earth to get rid of that one. Yes. I'm talking, he okay, needs to work so seven days a week so and get rid of that one. The, yeah, you move that, that to the front. The of the, yes. yes. Okay. And that's a big one, and it's going to be a pain to pay off because you're going to drop 10 grand. You're going to just collapse and have 10,000. It's still going to have 60,000 left to go on it. I don't care. You got to keep grinding yeah. away at that one. Because they can start garnishing wages. I mean, they, they will, this is serious. Yes. So that's the only type of yeah. debt we say to move up on the debt snowball. Um, is, is, IRS, is, is IRS debt. So you guys got to clean that up and okay. it's going to help with getting these car payments out that you won't have the car payments. You're going to free up some cash and you're going to be able to feel the snowball rolling with both of you working. Carol, so. can I ask you a hard question? Okay. Maybe. Okay. Oh, I'm going to. You can just hang up on me. How about that? Hey, listen, I, I may be wrong here, okay? Are you somebody that likes the idea of things but doesn't like the actual execution of them? Are you somebody who Googles workout programs, but working out is not fun? No, I just don't work out. Um, <laughs> let me think here. Here's what I'm asking. Uh, I'm wondering if part of your husband's hesitation over 20 years is part, he's a knucklehead, just like I am, but part he knows, oh, geez, we're going to go do this thing and we're going to get into it and Carol's not going to want to go all the way through with it. Well, no, I, I really do because I do see that we absolutely have to make some changes to um, get to where we want to be. We are both on the same page finally. So, awesome. um, 
Yeah, so I guess I just need to feel the fear and do it anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hey, what, you, what, what's, what scares you about it? When we said sell both cars and well, get two junkers, like what's the, what's the, what, what, when you said, oh, that's so scary. What is scary about that? So, so we've been trying to practice being a single car family this week before we actually pull the trigger. And um, so far, so good. We've done two days. But today I have a commitment. I have to leave, you know, very soon to go take care of this issue with one of my clients and we opted to go ahead and do two cars today instead of stick to the one and figure out how to how to make that work with one car if you've yeah. got mobile so, clients um, and he's a travel nurse i don't see a way you yeah, can do y'all might not be a two one, a one car. car family yeah. so do two two crappy cars sell them both and buy two five thousand okay. dollar cars Okay. And you're good. you're going to want to park three houses down from your actual client's house because that's how embarrassed you're going to be about the car. And who cares? <laughs> Let that be a motivator for you to uh, grind and grind and grind. Yes. Rachel said it. You said it so good, Rachel. It is scorched earth time. It is shake the snow globe. It's do every... No, don't shake the snow globe. Throw it up against the side of the house and blow it up. <laughs> you got to do everything different because the same normal has gotten you to this point and to do the same and normal moving forward, you're gonna stay in the same place. Blow it all up, get radical with it. You can do it. Congratulations. scripture of the day is Colossians 3.17. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of Lord Jesus, giving him thanks to God the Father through him. Hunter Patch Adams says, I dove into an endless sea of gratitude from which I've never emerged. Oh. Can hmm. I say like a probably semi-dumb comment here on the ra- on the radio show, the podcast? I like how you're asking know, for I permission. Know, Go ahead. Uh, Patch Adams. I didn't know that was a true story. The movie? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I knew that. There's this cool thing right when it starts. Um, it, <laughs> it says, says based, based on a on true, true story. story. Yeah. I mean, it's been years. That was since, a conspiracy theory, it's been huh? Years since I've seen that movie, and the only she court- believes stories are true that aren't true, and ones that are <laughs> That's true. Exactly <laughs> right. The doctors come out and say, "Hey, this is what we need to do to all be healthy," and she's like, "Whatever." And then a movie comes out. It's like based on a true story, and she's like. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Good job. No, I didn't know that. I just have a quote from that movie. It's the only quote that I know from that movie. And the old lady was like, I just want to swim in a big pool of noodles. Do you remember that? Nope. It's like they ask like what your dream is. And they send the old lady and she swims in a big pool of noodles. It's great. But anyways, never knew. Never knew. True story though. We are changing lives, America. We are changing Patch lives. Patch Adams. All right. On that note, <laughs> big gulps, huh? Pick them up. Let's go to Phillips in Dayton. What's up? Phillips. Hello. How are you? I'm excellent. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for taking my call. You got um, it. So right now my wife and I are on baby step two and um, we're in the process of getting out of debt by next year. Uh, we'll be out of debt next year. So we're having a lot more discussion on 
uh, getting a house once we complete baby step three. Well, uh, right now we just can't seem to agree on the idea of, you know, a credit score and um, essentially why it's, um, how it impacts your interest rate and thus your monthly payment and things like that. So I wanted to call you guys to get your take on it. Um, I know obviously what you guys believe about credit scores, but there seem to be in disagreement on the value of building credit scores towards, you know, getting a lower interest rate and whatnot for our home when that comes. Yeah. I mean, it kind of, honestly, I've heard all over the map, depending on what, whether you go through a credit union, mortgage company, all of it, what kind of rate that they give you without a credit score when they do manual underwriting, some we've heard that it can be a, a little bit higher. Uh, some we've heard it's the same. And so it really is going to depend when you guys pull those numbers when you get close to it. But as you guys are getting out of debt, it's still, there's a um, a mental shift there that when you say, I'm not going to live with debt and you go through baby step two, you pay off all of your debt. Uh, naturally, your credit score is going to lower. So you guys will be using manual underwriting at some point because you are not interacting with debt if that's what you choose to do. Um, but let me say this. Um, I, my, Sheila and I had no debt and as a part of my, I rented my home from the university where I worked. Yeah. And then when I went and bought a house, we haven't had debt for years. We had no problem. And so I... I, I didn't haven't personally experienced that right uh, not having it good, being a big issue not having yeah. a good relationship with debt not ha- like yeah um, and it wasn't like I was making a billion dollars or anything like that sure sure it was just I, I just didn't run into the problem and so I I know there are people who sit down with their mortgage lender and walk away and want to point at this or point at that thing if you're in good shape financially and you've got a good down payment and you sit down and you're buying a reasonable house um, and if you have to go through the manual underwriting pro- process, you have to. But I just, I just, I went through it recently. And it and wasn't it a huge. Just didn't. Well, it wasn't the end of time. Yeah. Uh, Phillips, have you actually sat down with a mortgage lender yet? Um, no, we haven't. I mean, well, we we've talked to one just kind of briefly to kind of because essentially her credit technically is better than mine because right now. Um, Mine was just lower. So they just, they told us the difference of what the manual underwriting process would be, you know, and how they would kind of base it off of mine because uh, it's technically lower right now. Um, it's not yet at that zero point that you guys talk about yet. Was so, that, no, we haven't did you go through Churchill? Yeah, t- Churchill, yes. Okay. And so they said the manual underwriting would be a little bit higher? Well, no, they didn't say that. Um, they didn't say like what the, the actual payment would be. And that's why I was calling. Uh, okay. Yeah, I would sit down and say, hey, we're ready to get this process started. And uh, let's, let me put it this way. My wife and I have spent a lot of energy having hypothetical arguments that once we just got real numbers to real things, it settled the argument in an embarrassing way. <laughs> so I would call and get some true data and say, all right, let's assume we're pulling the trigger here. What is this actually going to look like? And what are the dollars and cents of this? Yeah. And honestly, Phillips, where you guys are, you're still getting out of debt. You still want to save up an emergency fund and you still want to save up down payment. You guys still could be 18, 24, however months out. Yeah. And even the Fed just raised the rate yesterday. So I mean, like things are just constantly changing in that world anyways. So, um, so I, yeah, I mean, I would, if you want to do exactly what John said, I think that's great. Just I didn't to get even the think about that. You're going. right. Don't do what I said. No, do what Rachel no, 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 said. no. Pay I think it's okay off. if you do, but, yeah. but just know life could look a whole lot different when you're actually ready to purchase a home. So just remember that 
um, because again, I think we can get stuck in what today is, and it that may not be the case. Who who the heck knows what twenty four months is going to be? In in um, in my world, in the mental health world, the nutrition and and exercise space. This sounds like one of those worlds where people are arguing over macro percentages, like how many grams of protein, how much yeah. this and how much that, and they don't exercise, right? They, like you miss the big thing and you start fighting over these little things. The big thing in Philip's home right now is let's get out of debt. Yes. Like that's the big, that's, let's, that's the thing we can do right now. Arguing about something that's 24, 36 months, it's just, it's just bringing chaos into our home that is unnecessary at this moment. Totally. And then, and kind of, I was going to make the point earlier and didn't really finish it in my head, but just this idea that, you know, when you guys kind of like, are like, oh, do we, do we kind of keep a better credit score here? Kind of still play the game here just to get the credit score because we want the house, like da, da, da. all of that back and forth. Honestly, it's not worth it. Like, just saying we're going to be sticking to one plan. We're going to focus on this and go all the way through knowing that we can still get a house at the end of it. There's just something that de- that does in your behavior and in your spirit when you commit to something versus this like back and forth, back and forth play. And so, when somebody tells me it's going to cost you a quarter of a percentage point, if I'm in a financial position where that prohibits me from buying the house, I shouldn't be buying the house. That's a great point. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, Good call. Go all in, man. Go all in and save that save that argument or that frustration or that disagreement in your home for a something that matters um, and b something that make when it's time relevant, right? Yep. All right, let's take one more call. Let's run to Jason in Atlanta. Jason, we are way up against the clock, so get right to your question. Hey guys, um, so I just started listening to you guys, um, yeah, recently, and my wife and I are just trying to figure out the best way to do baby step number two, which is tackling our debt. And um, we feel like um, maybe our biggest obstacle is living in the house that we're living in now. Uh, We just recently bought this house. Um, It's within the 25% range of our take-home pay, um, but we were just wondering if we need to sell the house and downsize to kind of remove what we think is the biggest obstacle to paying our debt. Um, How much do you owe? That's the quickest way I can answer the question. How much do you owe? Um, oh gosh. Uh, let's see. $401,000. Are you a doctor? Uh, we're both nurse practitioners. Okay. How much y'all bring in a year? Uh, 170. Okay. Each or combined? Uh, combined. Why? Why? Yeah. Um, what do you mean? Um, my, I, I've just got a, a limited number of friends that are MPs out in the community, and they're both doing. Uh, they're, 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 that's about a, a salary for one of them. Gotcha. So she's starting out. So she's. This is her first year out of school, and okay. I'm in a ministry position where we like serve the okay. people who are underinsured. And so I'm going to tell you something really all. hard, Jason. And uh, I'm a person who believes deeply in service, and my family. We, very very similar you can't afford to do that yet you've put yourself in such a hole that you're going to have to put your ministry on on pause and you're going to have to go earn a whole bunch of money to clean this because i'm, I'm going to assume if it's a lot of student loan debt to get those degrees you guys have a lot of debt so probably too much house. grand yes yeah that it that it may not be may not be worth living in even though you're in the 25 percent, you could probably stay it's not eating your whole budget but hey uh you could sell it and oh, get out of i'm debt. so sorry to be that one but yeah you got to get after it Want to thank the great Bob Orquez for loving us and taking care of us. And Austin. And James. This has been The Ramsey Show.
Hey, it's Rachel Cruz, co-host on The Ramsey Show. If you want to do your debt-free scream live on the show, visit RamseySolutions.com slash debt-free scream. We'd love for you to come to Nashville and tell Dave your story. That's RamseySolutions.com slash debt-free scream.